0: (laughs) oh my god this is awesome this is the best this is so this is how the world famous happy and pinky podcast world famous my world freaking famous i'm taking it there from northern california the best podcast you can ever freaking imagine
1: that's right we're gonna manifest that crap we're
0: we're gonna manifest it we're gonna brainwash you into thinking that to make you listen but today but today is the day of the final installment of sober october yes it is and we have a wonderful guest today yes we do my little sister
1: spicy my- from socal
0: from socal
1: and i love her so much
0: but you might not be able to hear because she doesn't know how to talk into her freaking phone
1: she's gonna pick it up now just because you said that oh god now
2: can you hear me now
0: well i'm gonna have to turn you up a little bit because you're just so freaking-
2: i think it. how about now
0: that's a little bit better
2: is this a verizon
1: commercial
0: yeah
2: (laughs) can you can you hear me now
0: yes we can hear you now and you are making the little knobby thing bounce so oh yeah i like
2: like to make things bounce
0: bounce.
2: she's married she's married
0: (laughs) she is married a few times but
2: i mean i mean who's counting right
0: not, not me California. Nope. ain't
1: nobody
2: counting nevada, might be. nevada <laughs> might. I, let's just say that i've maxed out on my uh right? marriage license certificate <laughs> or
0: you got one we got one free
2: <laughs>
0: frequent flyer card
2: <laughs> well you know that's okay. keep trying you to you keep trying every time you fall you just get back up right
0: yeah that's, that's right you know so anyways, <laughs> my sister uh, did help me to get sober and clean. Mm-hmm. Not sober, but mostly clean because sober is a term for drinking. So clean,
2: Uh-oh. right? Well, technically sobriety comes from whatever your ailment is. Okay, so, I mean, it, it depends on me. if you're going secular, if you're going CR. I don't on want to go to.
0: with the sex term. We're not doing sex. <laughs>
2: Just stop it, <laughs> technicalities. <laughs> yes.
0: Why you got to use big words? I'm an STD.
2: Um. Oh man. Yes. Yeah, to
1: see, he's yeah. I know. I was just trying to talk to him about that. I'm like, A babe,
0: stupid truck driver. That's
2: all it means. Uh, well, it depends on who you ask. Again.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, you
2: might be driver. saying you're chlamydia.
1: <laughs> see or herpes. I
2: that, mean, follows
0: you, that follows you everywhere.
2: Well, Pinky, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yes. <laughs> <You> no. <know? laughs>
0: But we're talking about <laughs> drugs and alcohol in on this one. We can do another one about that subject
3: yeah.
1: later. I like this one already.
0: This is going to be a great
1: <laughs> episode, I swear to everything. Oh my god.
2: So, sister. Yes.
1: What type of
0: um So, how did you get clean?
2: Yeah. Um yeah, I spent some time in prison. Um <gasps> Well, while I was in prison, I I really did some work on myself. Um, I what, did.
0: What age did you start using?
2: Fourteen. Okay. Speed. So, so I was a mess monster.
0: Yes, you were. Yes. You were a Skeletor on crack.
2: I think that you used to call me an Ethiopian to be quite Ethiopian specific. on
0: crack. That's what I actually used to call. you. <laughs> <laughs> and I used hey, to call you. Hey, it's not my Skeletor. fault. I'm a midget. True, but when you weigh. 52 pounds
2: um correction i was 95 when i got pregnant with cat well,
0: that's here and there it, <laughs> the bone structure sad <laughs> so it's you it's started at 14 i started when you were i was 18 i just graduated so you're what three years four years behind me
2: I thought you were using before you graduated.
0: No, I used at the Firecracker 250 right after I graduated mm. that summer. Uh, July. I don't even
2: know what I was doing. I can't even keep track of you. I
0: can't even track so.
2: <laughs>
0: But we, But you started using at 14, you got s- clean at what age?
2: Oh God, uh, tw- 21, 22, I'm not sure. Two thousand and God, when did I go
0: to jail? Two two thousand It was when Yeah, somewhere about two thousand two, two thousand three, right? Two thousand three, yeah. Because I got sober in 06.
2: Yeah, it was two
0: thousand three. Okay. So I am three years.
2: Ah oh, God, you made me think. I've been dyslexic super all day, so I'm not, I'm having a hard time with words. So <laughs>
0: That's right. That's okay. Hey, at least I have questions. I'm not sitting here thinking, oh uh, yeah." So you went to prison. You got you found the way to get clean. I did. Okay. So how did you figure that out?
2: Well, so I, you know, even through my addiction, I, I would cry out the second I would get high, just for God to take it from me. I was in such a, a place that I, I didn't know how to stop.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I wanted to stop, but I couldn't function without using yeah. i had to sleep to i had to use to go to bed i had to use to wake up i had to use to go to work i i was so mentally dependent um on on that that i i didn't know how to break away and even though i had gotten into some trouble um i i, I had to get out of my location mm-hmm. you know i thought that if i just ran from my location if i just had a break then i would be able to get enough strength to do it Yeah, and but you know, when you God find, was ready for me to be done, then I was you done, go,
0: you? you know,
2: well, for sure. You know, I made it through two overdoses. And uh, finally, when I was able to get a break in prison, I, I was able to get in touch with God and take some classes to work on myself to figure out why I was using. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to the bottom of that. And that was, you know, childhood yeah, trauma, it. sexual abuse. Yeah. So once I dealt with my my abuse issues then i was able to grab the tools to figure out how to stay away from the drugs because it wasn't helping me
0: yeah <clears throat> Damn it. so when you got clean and sober i know mom was on her two weeks ago because we tried to do this last week but we were uh,
2: you talking about me no (laughs) we were
0: just you know we (laughs) talked about you know how you know how she went to meetings with you and was really there for you and stuff like that right and we tried to do this last week but i was up in oregon trucking around and her phone wouldn't connect to the thing so we we talked a little bit about that how mom dealt with us you know being addicts and stuff like that right and how she went to meetings and made sure she're going to the right ones because there were still drugs at these meetings mm-hmm. and stuff like that so <clears throat> we talked a little bit about that see i don't know about you but meetings really didn't click with me
2: so um is it is it my turn yeah. was that your you just, okay whatever. so um because of my location, I, I escaped my location and I was in Sacramento doing my sobriety and doing my parole. Because I was away from my initial people mm-hmm. when I went to meetings, um, I was able to connect with a couple people that were really awesome. And I, I had a really cool sponsor. Her name was Andina. She's mm. up in SAC. I miss yeah, you. No, oh my God. I don't and I don't know where you're at, but I love you. Anyway, so she she did a lot of one-on-one with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's what kept me at the meetings. Besides, I needed a, a bunch of sign-offs for parole, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. Um, but the one thing with meetings, um, nothing against them. If they help people, that's awesome and great. But within the secular recovery system, I felt like um, people were glorifying their, their abuse. Yeah,
0: that's, and, what, that's um, all I ever got from it. I used to do this. I used to do that. Uh, I put this in, you know, and I just didn't understand it. They never talked about how they're staying clean.
2: Right. And that was, that was my thing too. I always felt like something was missing for me. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm just, this is my experience. Nothing bad for anybody else who's getting what they need from that. Um, but for me, because I also needed something that was faith-based, I needed something deeper. hmm so I dug into church, I did my meetings, I, I stuck with it as long as I could until I was watching people with, you know, 15, 20, 30 years of recovery throw it away because someone died. Mm-hmm. I don't want that kind of recovery. No. That's not what I want. Because I've always I, I figure, look, if I can't make it through life, through death, through divorce, mm-hmm. through trauma, and stay clean, then I'm not I'm not sober.
0: you you kind of have to relearn all your feelings when you become right. sober, and that's what I had to do. I had to re, uh uh learn how to cope with all your feelings and your emotions and everything else. When I got clean, I that was the, probably the hardest part for it for sure, you know, because you you start feeling things and you're like, Oh, I know how to fix this,
2: right? Or you know, with, with me, even now, um, you know, when Shannon was really sick and um, things were looking kind of bad, I um. I took a couple weeks off work and i i'm like okay this is what i have to do before she actually passes mm-hmm. because i know i'm gonna lose it right so and this is our sister that we're i'm talking about yeah. so i um a year before she she went home to be with jesus i took two weeks off work painted my kitchen red i don't know i was doing all kinds of weird stuff trying to push myself through the grieving mm-hmm. stages You're keeping busy Well, I I was trying to feel what I needed to feel because I knew when she passed that I I needed to be strong enough to get through that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So so I I did what I had to do. I did a bunch of weird stuff just to filter through. I get a little manic sometimes. Well, we
0: all deal with things our own our own ways
2: i tweak or clean for some reason still i don't know i guess that's just bred into me but um you know i, I don't know why red was the color i my kitchen needed well, to be but that's mostly, what happened
0: you know you see red you know people see red and it's it was a, angry yeah you i mean, was angry
2: that she she was the one that was the good one out of all of us and she was the one that was going through this so mm-hmm. i was angry yeah the um, one
0: you know me you and the other one we became dummies. very sick very dumb and and we chose a lifestyle that wasn't great for us and she was living her life by the book great job great family and she and her husband
2: servant's heart yeah
0: and got cancer so it's like why is she going through this when we're putting all these deadly chemicals in ourselves why aren't we the ones doing this you know
2: yeah and i think we had this conversation you know around that time that know when you're like i don't understand why this is happening and i i said you know uh, i the only thing that i can come up with is you know we we have a spiritual battle our our whole life you know and some people be taken out by drugs some are taken by accident some are taken by sickness Mm -hmm. so um you know we we had our poison and that was her poison hers was hers was a physical poison
3: yeah ours was
2: a spiritual yeah that turned into you know substance so
0: So you got involved with CRC. You've been through a lot since I've been sober with different things. And I am very proud. I just want to say this. I am very proud of what you have pushed through and 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 fought for and never turned back to it.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm proud of I you gotta, too, brother. But to don't be making me cry well.
0: right now. Don't make me cry. But I am proud of you because the stuff that you've been through and and staying clean or sober is a blessing. It's awesome.
1: It's hard work. And you literally faced it head on with God behind you and you are marching. And I mean, it is a beautiful sight, sister.
2: I appreciate you guys. I love you. Well, I love you too.
0: And you know, you're the one that, you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I came up for a little bit, you know, to stay with you and, and you're trying to get me into rehab and I took off again, you know, but you were, when I was ready, you're there, you know, um, Sean was there, got me in the rehab, you know, I was a kind of a dick for the week
1: well i mean isn't that expected when you're <laughs> i'm
2: like well through, you know
0: you know it, it happens
2: um, i'll words. never forget the last thing you said to me before you checked in a rehab oh my god
0: oh when i shaved my goatee off <laughs> i shaved my goatee off i had a full mustache long oh when you look like a cop no no this... he
2: looked in the mirror and then looked at me and said you know what i look like a fat kid that likes cake <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't. I'm like, oh my god, you're a I freaking best.
0: Right down the middle, I look like Yosemite Sam <laughs> with these handlebar fucking must like goatee. Then I shaved it off, and I'm like, I look like a freaking fat kid that loves skate.
1: You should do that for Halloween. No,
2: I couldn't. Oh god, I just couldn't. I'm trying to drive, and I'm like, this dude, man. Uh, yeah.
1: I'll braid it. I'll braid some big pills in your. Beard.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> well you know even though i was the younger sister i always felt responsible for you for some reason i don't know i i, I always I don't thought know, like that. i was the oldest one That's you know well, like the when
0: the I you went through a hell of a lot more than i ever have
1: and she was trying mm-hmm. to save you from
0: it. and well we had a lot of party time too together and right <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, um, lot of time lot of i had a time.
2: lot of connections and i was always holding something you know yes. I, I was cute and i was young of course i had what i everybody needed
0: and of course <laughs> i'm her brother right and so if brother don't have none this is going to get a little pissed off yeah but that's here or there but what we want to you know help people how to stay clean. I don't care. We, we all have backstories, right? We mm-hmm. something's always happened in our backstories. We use this much. We did that. We did this. We did that. Right. But I, my biggest thing is I want to help people to stay clean and how I try to say, you know, what helps me. I've asked mom, you know, um, things for a parent if they have a kid, mm-hmm. you know, going through this. And I know you've done a lot of research and schooling and stuff like that of staying clean. And so I just wanted to pick your brain about some things, you know?
2: Well, here's the thing. Not everybody responds the same, No, right? So I I just know that, um, like with mom, man, I put that lady, I put her, I think I put her, through more than any of the other four or five kids that whatever you know well, so yeah, you I,
0: and you know the other one you know
2: yeah I, but i think it's a little different because i was a Her. small female yeah um and I, I was the youngest too and i was out before everybody else oh. i was gone from the house before everybody Oh yeah. so um I know that she would search the streets of san Bernardino, just searching for me mm-hmm. you know and she'd run after chicks thinking oh, they yeah. were me I, I you know going and so there was
0: going driving all over the place
2: right but you know i wanted to be gone so i was gone mm-hmm. you know i didn't care but um I, I was running before i was even using so once i started using i was running extra yeah um so what she could have done for you versus what she could have done for me we we don't respond the same right so it's just like parenting right like 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 all
0: i told her i said we're we were all three different addicts using the same stuff but we're all three different
2: right but it's just like when you discipline your kids your sober children Mm -hmm. they're not all going to respond to the same type of discipline right right? so you, you you have to just love unconditionally you can't you can't enable a usage. You know, I know um, they made it really hard for me. To, like, no, you can't stay here. Yeah. No, I'm not going to bail you out of jail. Mm-hmm. No, I'll come visit you. I'll bring your kid. You yeah. can see your child. I, I but you I, 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 if you need toothpaste, like I'll I I'll buy you what you need. Yeah. But I will never give you cash. Never. If you can't stay here because you're high. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I had there was a lot of boundaries that I didn't understand at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I was healthy enough to prove that, like, hey, I, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to just come in and a, wreck your house.
0: You had to earn their trust, back. right? Definitely.
2: A, I had, I had to show change before deep. I was able to have my daughter. Mm-hmm without being a flight risk which i i never would have taken her out of the home she was in because that's where she was safe they Mm -hmm. didn't know that though because i wasn't safe well it's just like
0: my girls you know their mom gave them up to mom to mom you know because she couldn't handle it and that's when i decided to get clean from
2: the girls right right you know well the the hardest part about being a parent that's an addict is doing what's best for your children Mm -hmm. if you If you're an addict, you're not doing what's good for them. You're not doing nothing putting them. Right, exactly. So putting them where they're safe is first priority.
0: All they're going to do is, if you keep doing it, is going to resent you later on in life.
2: Right, and you're putting them in danger.
0: Very much danger. Because Because
2: you're not who you are supposed to be. I mean, we've known
0: people that had children and using, and bad things can happen to these kids by people coming in and out.
2: Right, and you trust your
0: you trust you, you, you the wrong people. You, you think you trust these people, but you shouldn't.
2: <laughs> then they come in and they hurt your children. Yeah, and that's a bad. That's a bad deal. So, because
0: they're hurting you too, you know, or something. Right. But staying yeah. clean and staying, you know, it's a hard battle.
2: Well, you know, I I'm coming up on 19 years. Okay, January 31st. Uh, 19 years for me. So, um. I, I know that I'll, I'll never use speed ever again. Mm-hmm. I, I know that because God has delivered me from that. However, just because I got clean from speed doesn't mean that I'm okay. No. It means that every few years, something else hits me in the face mm-hmm. that, oh no, I need to deal with this because this is also an addiction.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my God, I have this problem too. I didn't know this was an issue. I just thought I really liked it a lot. So it's continual work on myself. When I when I get these triggers of things that that come up, I'm like, oh, I need to go back to the basics and figure out where this comes from. And then I use my tools that I've learned through recovery and I address whatever issue that is. Yeah. <clears throat> oh
0: man. You have any questions, Baba?
2: no no oh, that um you know i was ministry leader for celebrate recovery celebrate recovery at my church for 3 years you know i trained my leadership um yeah, we we went through career. yeah we went through our step work together we bonded as a group we I, I called it group builder um programming for our leadership you know and we got to learn a lot about each other and um we got very close so at least in that program leadership is to do um, step work recovery recommended every two so years. So you're
0: always reminded of what you need to do with yours, also. If you're well, but
2: right. besides that, like I just said, we there's things that come up through our life that we still, it's every time you work through the steps, whether it's through secular, whether it's through celebrate recovery, whether it's through salvation, however you're working your step work to learn the tools and how to stay sober, every time you do it is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Because if you're doing your step work on what happened when you, you were five every single time, you're not you're not dealing with that.
0: Well, you're not giving it to because my biggest thing I gave when I was in rehab, I I fought it for a couple of weeks. Then I, I asked God, take this away from me, you know. Right. But and I gave it all to him.
2: Yeah. But then we take it back.
0: No, I didn't take it back.
2: Right. But I if you're still working.
0: I, I mean, I told him I don't want the memories. I don't want none of that crap. I want this right. gone. And I never asked for it back. I never held on to it because I knew if I held on to it, I'd be in the same spot.
2: Right. And that's why you're still clean. And that's why I'm still clean. But when when we as humans are in recovery, if we give it and take it back and give it and take it back, we don't stay clean. You,
0: right. And you, you have to forgive yourself and you have to forgive the other person. Yeah, it's going to be hard as hell sometimes because some people gone through other stuff that you know nobody else has gone through right but you have to forgive them and forgive yourself and and move on and move on from that because if you're going to live in the past and you're going to have that eating you up every day well if you live in the past how
2: can you get past anything
0: you can't go forward
2: right well if you're living you got to live right now you know sometimes for me it's every second it's not even every day it's every second then i have to be in prayer i'm Mm -hmm. like oh gosh hold on god help me with this god help me with that you know um sometimes i'm really weak emotionally sometimes i'm really weak spiritually um but i never want to use drugs
3: yeah but and we,
2: that's that's a blessing, you know, mm-hmm. um, because God took that from me, you know. And there's right. a like you said, like I I don't there's some things I don't remember. There's people I don't remember. There's there's a lot of stuff I don't remember because I don't care to. And God took it from me when I asked Him and, to, and you know. Shouldn't
0: care, you know. I mean, I always told myself when I got out of rehab, I'm not going to see anybody unless they're a year clean. Right. That way they know where I'm coming from, and I know where right. they're coming from.
2: Well, too, also too there's. You know, we we get close with people that we're around in our addiction, right? And we think oh, that, bedtime. oh, my gosh, these these people are our family. I got to take you with me, yeah. right? Like, I, I got to take all you guys with me when I'm on my road to recovery. But that's never going to get anybody clean.
0: No. The it's, only it's gonna person that's
2: going to get clean is somebody that's probably not even trying to be, right? right. So it you have to be strong enough. In yourself before you can help somebody else. So God didn't call me onto that mission field to help in other people's um, walk in sobriety until I was well over a decade and a half clean. Oh yeah,
0: right. Because, you had to because work
2: on I this... had so many things that I had to work through before somebody else brought their problems in, mm-hmm. and I wasn't triggered. Right. And th- and so we need to know. We need to know for a a matter of fact that like, hey, like God has done this work in me. He has helped me have the strength to work on myself. He's shown me how to make it through this life. Now I'm able, this is what he wants me to do. This is what he's calling me to do. You
0: heard that calling.
2: right? I I heard him tell me, okay, let's move, right? So I I got on it and all these doors opened up and that's where I went, you know? Um, I've been really blessed to now, I, instead of being on the wrong side of the law, i've I've gotten really close with the parole department, mm-hmm. you know, and i I work with them with things with um the clients that they were sending to me for celebrate recovery. And so there were it, it's it's just a great, huge turn of events of like, okay, I don't even know how the heck I was that person because I'm not even close I,
0: to her I, I anymore know. it's been so long, you know, I'm coming up next month is fifteen and a half years for me
2: yeah
0: you know and i i and i couldn't you know and i couldn't do done it without you and mom
2: well definitely having a support system um that is sober and
0: and 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 having somebody like you because you're blunt you're to the point you don't give a shit how i felt this is how it's going to be
1: yeah right
0: and, and people need that but in you their saw, lives.
1: But you saw the, well, I the, saw the positive cha- change in, in my sister?
0: Oh, yeah. It was you night and day. You saw
1: that. And so that's what encouraged, I'm assuming that's probably what encouraged you to stay <clears throat> on yeah, that Yeah, because she was
0: three years clean before I was.
1: Right. So I'm. your sister is very instrumental in your,
0: in oh, big your time. recovery. You know, me and my sister are really, really close. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just brought us that much closer when, we, when I got sober because i got to see her get sober then she got to see me get sober
2: and yeah right or clean so we we got to share each other's life still like i i didn't have i didn't have to leave you behind even though i was i i was i was rooting for you and i was i'm coming for you and i and you, but, but, the thing but is, boundaries you, you my boundaries it... that i put in myself was like hey look if this is ever going to be a problem for me i don't care if it's my mama i don't care if it's my kid i need to make sure that i'm sober mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i set boundaries not walls boundaries and you have to. on 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 things around me but and people around me
1: go ahead sister
2: no, you're you're fine, go
0: ahead. But you have to set those boundaries and you have to say no to people.
1: But what I right. wanted to, to point out was was what Sister had said, was you're creating boundaries and not walls. Right. And I think that's a, what a lot of people who are in recovery don't understand.
0: Because they build walls around them. Right. Because so it's, maybe, it's easier to build walls to not get hurt.
1: Right. So, you know knowing hearing her say that just really you know that's a that's a disconnect within a lot of the um the the people in recovery that's up here Mm
3: -hmm.
1: you know what i mean because they don't understand the difference between a boundary and a wall
2: well well also too you know if if we don't get to know ourselves. I mean and that sounds really kind of dumb because you're like I am I know who I am but you know what we really we really don't unless I'm, I'm 46 we 46 years take old and some... I
0: still don't know who the fuck I am.
2: I've done a lot of self research. I I do because I continue to figure it out, right? That's so right. I I I have to I have to say that like when you when you get to know you
0: and love yourself.
2: And you're the okay, I'm sitting in prison. I'm all I got. Right? right. <laughs> Right. I'm all I got. I got to spend this time with me and I got to spend this time with God and I got to get to know those two things. Right. Yeah. And I need to know how, how I'm going to figure out how to keep on the path that he intended for me to begin with we, instead of it, where I went. It's pretty right?
0: easy to do it in there.
2: Well, yeah, you don't It have absolutely is. Absolutely is. Until right. And out. so... I I had to make these boundaries that like, okay, look, I'm not going to allow anybody to take my recovery from me. I'm not going to allow anybody to put me in a position where I will end back up in jail. Mm -hmm. And I I need to know I need to know who I am so I can feed off of other people's energy and know if they're good for me or bad for me. Right. Right. So those are pretty important things that um
0: Well, it's just like that old saying you
2: learn when you know you
0: yeah it's just like that thing that they always say you know if you hang out at the barbershop you're gonna you're gonna gonna get a haircut you know um right if you're gonna hang around those people and you don't think you're gonna use you're gonna freaking use one of these
2: yeah people places and things are are a are a super trigger for you know all of us right i mean i moved
0: away 400 miles you know thank god that you guys were still up here and i got to get away from that
2: Right. And that's where I needed to go to get clean, too. And so when I, oh, God, when I had to come back to this town oh where God. I did all of this destruction, I was terrified. Mm-hmm. And I had already been clean for a really long time, but I had to come back for my daughter because I saw some characteristics in her junior high self that mm-hmm. I, I, I I was like, oh, she wasn't doing drugs by any means. Let me make that clear. But I know how it feels to be a teenage girl. Yeah. I know how it feels to be a teenage girl that has problems with their parents. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I was that child now i'm that parent because i around
0: with those people you
2: know right so i i was terrified i thought oh my god people are going to see me and they're going to want to be at trap house at my house and i'm like got all these things going on and let me tell you people did not even know who i was oh yeah you know god took that from them or just thought uh, i don't know i don't know what happened but i know it was a god thing because nobody wanted to be around me and that was super great right Mm -hmm. i didn't have to fight that battle yeah god fought that battle for me all i had to do was come here and be for, here for my kids and it took right? me a
0: long time to get down there too and i would just stay in the house because i didn't want to see nobody because right. i didn't want hey what's going on you know and that was it but my i got to see my buddy eric then he saw how i was doing and now he's i don't even know he's a few years behind me being sober and clean that's great be and he tells me I got clean because of you. I saw how you were doing.
2: Yeah, we can be the light without being all up in the business,
0: right? I right. Mean, but I got sober because you were putting it in my head all the time. Hey, you need to get help. You need to get you. You. You look like shit. I mean,
1: probably because she's was already in her. She was her recovery, and she's trying. She was probably trying to just. You but know, when I was in brother. rehab,
0: she's she's looking at me and he goes, "Your your skin, it, in your hair and everything else is you're looking great and it's like what? you know i don't know how to deal with this
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know because i haven't really dealt with my stuff either yet but, but but
1: just that encouragement that she gave you knowing that your guys's relationship was so close the encouragement that you know it's unspoken encouragement you saw the change in her you wanted that change for yourself, and she helped.
0: You. I I knew
2: I was done. Yeah, and I was never gonna give up on you. Yeah, and and for for an addict to know that they have somebody that's never gonna give up on them, it's it's totally different because a lot of time we've we've burnt bridges and we're isolated and we have nobody, you know. In our and, system, and
0: all we had is was not really set up each other for you know right because our mom was a workaholic.
2: It's always been me and you against the world, man. Yeah, but. So, I, I know, like, a product of going to prison and trying to deal with the system and get out of that revolving door, um, our system's not really set up for success. Right. And so, um, the reciprocation is really high here. Um, probably everywhere. I, I don't know. I live here, so I can only well, speak for a here. Well, it's a small
0: but... town. Everybody knows. I mean, it, we grew up there. Everybody, or free
2: cynicism. I'm saying the wrong word. It, My it's, bad.
0: It's all over the place. Everybody's doing it, practically. Well, you know?
1: you can... I mean, and two, I don't want to be... I don't want to sound like super mean, but with the homeless population that is increasing in our area, I think we're really going to be seeing a bigger boom in it
0: well, coming I mean, it's, into it's, the little towns. And it's not even... <clears throat> And it's been what was it? You've done a lot of research on this stuff, Amy. It's not even pure anymore. It's cut with what fentanyl. Uh,
2: yeah. There's there's uh, quite a few. Well, you know, back in the day, they would cut it with like herbal stuff, and it wasn't really harmful.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. Now, um, what we're seeing on our streets down here in Southern California, and you know, through Arizona, is um, you know, you got fentanyl. I did a class. I'm a Narcan carrier. So there's a carfentanil. You know, there's there's other forms of fentanyl that are out there, and it's all deadly. So right. it's not only in speed, but it's now in in you know it's in heroin, it's in weed, it's in it's in all of these things. It's like an everyday right additive now to all of these street drugs, and so you know people are dying and they're getting really messed up, or they're living and they're retarded. You know, I mean, right. not to be you know offensive to anybody, but, but
0: it, it, it does happen. I mean, I I know people with nervous twitches and you know. Mm-hmm. Are, different things because they quit and they have this little twit to them it, because it's sure it's messed neurological. Up
2: to, it's your neurological system is damaged by bedtime. methamphetamine already you know right. and i don't know what they're making the speed with these days um because i'm sure there's things that are not accessible right like they were 20 years ago when i was out in my active right. addiction but i I can only imagine the things that they're trying to make things with now are not any better. Oh god,
1: no. Not with the um, generation that eats tide pods. Huh.
2: Right. And exactly. And then when you're cutting it with something that's so deadly without so fentanyl is a medical use drug for to put you under sleep when you're going into surgery. It's it's not a recreational use thing. No. So when you're using it as such and you're not medically trained to know the dosage, you're you're potentially going out and committing suicide and you don't even know it you know you could be getting something from your super close friend they don't know what's in it they didn't make it that's right (laughs) or they might just want to watch and see what happens people are messed up that way you never know
1: somebody's true intentions right you you don't
2: know because everybody's messed up
0: right yeah you're not nobody's thinking clearly Mm -mm. right i know i didn't no
1: and with mental illness on a rise in America, it's you know.
2: Right. We're we're in an era of, you know, let's not give the proper help. Let's throw away humans. You know, right. in my county right we'll here, we, was, right. we get shipments of people from other counties yep. that they don't want them there because they're problem people. So they send them to an area where there's no resources and then you're right. sending them they to a dead end. And that's not that's get, not good human either.
0: Well, Ten years ago, they got everybody hooked on oxys.
2: Right. Right. I, you know what? I was just watching the documentary about that it's on netflix it's called shoot no um you know what i don't i I don't know i don't remember what it was called but i was watching it and it was about how big pharma pushed it oh yeah Mm
0: -hmm. you know then they got everybody on opiates Mm -hmm. now they're like oh it's an epidemic oh let's stop this
2: because it's
1: situational design
0: well
2: now they're killing us with covid (laughs) population (laughs) control (laughs) population control every time you turn around I mean, it's not Every funny. Every four but...
1: years, there's a freaking pandemic, so. Yeah,
0: but I have a lot to say about that, but.
1: That's on a different yeah. subject. Yeah, yeah well,
2: well, we'll go We'll go there another day. <laughs> but in, in order to stay clean, if you're not doing continual work on yourself, whenever you see something, you, you, you need to know who you are. Right. Right. So you need to know what your triggers are. And you need to have a support group. You need to have somebody that's going to call you out on your shit. So you need not to, enable you to turn into that person.
0: You need to have somebody to talk to you to right. straighten out what you're doing.
1: Accountability
2: people. Very so much.
1: people outside of your comfort zone.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, in human life, we, we all have friends. Right. And we know. Look, if I need to go bury somebody, I know who to call, right? Right. Not really. I'm just saying like this hypothetical, so I'm not going to jail here. But like, if I, (laughs) if I want to go party in Vegas, I know who to call. If I want to go to church, I know who to call, right? Right. Like you, you, you make these acquaintances through life. You, you know who to choose right now. We're all free to choose, but we are not free from consequence. Correct. So if we choose to hang out with those people that, you know, will take us and go bury a body guess what? Our consequence is not going to be what we want it to be in the outcome. We're, we're not going to be able to live free.
0: But you right. but you shouldn't be crying and, and bitching about when it happens.
2: Right. Because that was our choice. Right. It's right? always been So if choice. you choose to be around people who are uplifting, nobody's perfect by any means. Not me. I know that for sure. But if we choose to be around people who don't use, who can call you out, Right. in a loving manner and be like hey like hey i love you like don't yeah i see i see something in you like what's going on yeah. right like what right. where, what's happening and we don't even have to be close with that person but if we know those triggers in other people we uh, can I've, spot an addict right
0: I, i've we, done that I, i've called right. people i'm like yep. dude you need to settle the freak down because i i see what like what's going, going on with you. you yeah
2: what, what what do we need to do how how can i help you get through these moments to so where we can get you back on track Would right
0: but you, it's like you have to turn your life 180 degrees and stop hanging around with the, the people that you used to right stop hanging around you, you the can't places. run in the same circles you cannot
2: so let, let me-, me be clear when god when god called me to, it it was really weird so i a neighbor and i we of course we're in the same town that we used in right of course <laughs> And so I, I had this really urgency to get through to this one girl and my neighbor did too. And it was really weird because I'm, I'm connected with some other guys that I used to use with, but are now pastors in there or whatever, you know, they're serving. Mm-hmm. And so they were getting called to go under attack for the guy that was in her life. So it was like God was calling women and men to get to this household. Right. It was a trip to watch it move. So her and I would go. And we'd go at four o'clock in the morning, we would go pray with her, we would talk with her, we would read scripture with her, and then we would go to the gym, we'd go about our business, right? Mm-hmm. I went one time on my own, and I was like, whoa, what are you doing in this house? Right. Like, what what are we doing? And she goes, well, to be quite honest, I'm still kind of dealing out of here. I'm like, I can't be here, dude. Like, well, I, well, I can't be here. What are you doing? So you know, why are you bringing I'm me like, in this situation? M- Right. I'm like, nobody in their right mind is going to believe that I am here reading the Bible with you at four o'clock in the morning with my record, even though it's 20 years old. Nobody is going to know that I'm really here trying to help you. I can't put myself in the situation at the time I was working for the government. I'm like, heck no. We have. Right. If it looks bad, it doesn't matter if you're bad or not. You can't put yourself in those positions. Right. So I took this information to my pastor. I'm like, look, God is calling me. To work with people and get them in recovery and help them through the things that I have made it through. That he has given me the strength to make it through. He said, you know what, Tammy, I'm sending you to training. Right. And so then I had a place that was supported by something bigger than me. And it was a mutual, safe place for those people and for me to meet up. And that's how I was able to do God's calling and work with people in recovery is because I wasn't doing it on my own terms. Mm-hmm. Right. right. I w- I was doing it on, I'm going to say this, and it's probably not right, but I was doing it on the world's terms because even though we, even though we are Christians at this point, we still have worldly consequences. Mm-hmm. Right. And so w- we have to make sure that our side of the street is clean when we're, we're reaching our hand out to another human. Right. your home because you don't know what they're going to bring into your home you don't know what they're going
0: to have on you you
2: don't you don't know if you're going to get raided in this house when you're over there ministering to them when you're over there by yourself at four o'clock in the morning like come on you know what i mean we have to use our brains so uh uh, you know when when god's calling a group like that you stay in that group you don't veer from that group the second i veered from that group i had bad juju and god called me away he said no girl you're tripping we're not doing it like this <laughs> I mean, I and was, then you know what? I, I got Let me tell stories, you. Within weeks, using, you know, within I, I, weeks, I, she was I, in prison.
0: Yeah, I mean, when I was using, and everybody's doing their crap, I would get a weird feeling, like I shouldn't be here,
3: and I would just
0: walk out the front door, and people would be like, "Where'd you go?" Yep. And I did that a bunch of times, and one day, right. I was like, "I gotta, I gotta stay away from these people," and I was still using. And they got busted, right?
1: Because you had that—that that was God Some, talking to it you. It was
0: God. It was my angels on my mm-hmm. shoulders. It was everything. They were pulling you. They were telling me to get the hell out of but there. But
1: you responded. You listened. To I it. did listen. you That's the key thing. You listened.
0: And you have to listen to that voice. You got to listen to that feeling of that. Hey.
1: They once, once you get to know yourself, then I think you will find I that know. feeling. Yeah, but what I mean is, not everyone is going to listen to that little voice because they're going to mistake that for their own voice in their head.
2: Well, that's that's the whole thing is we got to know who we're listening to. That's how you got to get to know yourself. Because, right. I mean, I'm not saying, oh my God, we're hearing all these voices, but we are under a spiritual attack, right? Mm. We we're yeah. in a world we're in a world that is fighting good and evil, and this there's just all this crazy stuff happening, and, everybody and we talks need to, to know. Right, we need to know who's leading us. Right? like who who are you following?
0: but you you can't walk with Jesus and hold hands with the devil.
2: You cannot sit on the fence. You have to you jump cannot of that. be lukewarm. You need to make a choice. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> if you're gonna be on one side, be on that side and go full force, balls to the wall. That's it. you know, if if you're gonna be on God's side, go full force, go balls to the wall. Amen. But you can Oracle. you're you're not doing any service to yourself or anybody else if you're sitting on the fence holding hands on both sides. right. right because god is trying to reach us and pull us out
1: because god don't need mediators
2: i mean
0: on the other point and if you keep using what's gonna what's gonna keep on happening you're gonna go to jail you're gonna die you're you're most likely gonna od
2: well you know insanity is doing things over and over expecting a different result right Right. so if if (laughs) You can't change your life if you're still doing the same thing.
0: Right. And at the beginning of this podcast, you know, number one, I told people, try it for a month. See how you feel. That's it. You know, just stop. See how you feel.
2: Try it out. You know. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. Well, you know what? It took X amount of days to create that habit, it, to create that dependence, right. to create that addiction, Right. right? Yeah. i I know when I started shooting it took me about four times to actually fill it and then I was off and running right right and, I, I, and I was god running. was trying to protect me from that high and I was like oh no getting awesome i'm
0: really close of doing that when i stopped you know right. because they everybody's like it's I don't have to do so much because I was doing probably a quarter to a half every time I used damn I was doing a freaking quarter ounce a, a day almost i was doing
2: nah, a, i i don't even i lost track of what i was, I, I was you know, doing a I, lot yeah me too i was probably doing more than i, I should have to say oh, yeah, like that's probably I, I, why i overdosed but you know i kind of want to throw up right now even thinking about it uh, it makes
0: me freaking tingle it's just like you know this is what we used to do to our bodies just to get that that one little feeling we felt in the beginning over again
2: right you know i i it wasn't fun for me. I mean, it wasn't good for me. All I did was fuck up my life and, 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 and mess up my relationship is. with my kid and like mess up my relationship with my family and run from what I could have been. Now, even though I've been sober almost nineteen years, there's certain jobs that I can't have because I was too stupid, and I went to prison.
0: yeah, you have that. Little so i'm
2: marker. i'm gonna be I'm gonna be crucified for the rest of my life because I made the choice to be where i wasn't supposed to be doing the things i wasn't supposed to be doing right and i got caught up right and so we, now i'll never did. be a nurse i'll never be able to get a private security clearance like there there's things that i will never be able to do because i made that choice and that's my problem like that's what I, it is what it is oh. and i still i you know i raised my kids without being dependent on the system i worked really hard and i did what you, i had to do it's you, possible
0: you've worked your ass off yep. for the last 19 was, years yeah two jobs, three jobs, and so, you've just you, sacrificed you, 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 everything. Oh yeah. And and I freaking up. Where's my butt? Hey. I got a button for it. But <laughs> I do applaud you because you've never and I'm not going to say never, you've you've been through hell and back being sober or in clean and you, But
2: I never picked up.
0: You've never picked up and there was times that i thought you would have and there's probably times ever some other people thought you would have, but you oh, never probably. did it because you pushed through it you dealt with it you you learned how to deal with it you didn't you stepped back you looked at the situation and you plowed through it like a freight train and and you never gave up on yourself
1: Okay, so I have an image in my head right now, and I'm going to try and describe it the best way I can, okay? With what you just said, with what sister just said, and what you just said, all I can picture is sister standing in front of the devil with a cross in her hand, punching him in the face with it, saying, "I'm uh, no, go away. Not today, Satan. <laughs>
0: Not to- today, Satan. <laughs> but Satan will do that to you. The, the bad will find your weaknesses and, right and no i'm just gonna, saying that's just the image gonna, i have in my mind
1: right and I'm, now not and really cool I'm not trying to get
0: really i'm not trying to get preachy or nothing but the devil will push your buttons and oh, yeah. and, and, and and try to manipulate yeah that's the word
2: oh man he tries to get me still oh, you know no. and especially when you're in service that's when you get attacked the, the worst because you are leading people out of his kingdom and he ain't happy about that no. right? right so even though sex is legal right Mm -hmm. when you have a sexual addiction guess what he's going to use he's going to use that right right? and if you don't know how to control yourself you're going to fall down that path it's just like picking up a needle right it's it's whatever your problem is that leads you away from where you're supposed to be that's why addiction isn't only drugs or alcohol. It right. could be gambling. It can be sex. It can be porn. It can be whatever is taking you from your your birthright God is giving you.
0: Right. Right. I I think I'm gonna get rid of all my spoons in my house.
2: Get right. rid of your spoons. I might I'm take them. Fat Just kidding.
1: Well, if spoons are making you fat, then ammo can. Well,
0: shoot everybody wants to blame everything on everything else. I oh,
1: well, blame okay. Spoons. So we we can blame spoons. Okay. Yeah. Well.
2: Well, it was your choice to put your hand on the spoon. That's well, so. well, uh, right. Spoons is my. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna put little horns and pitchforks on all the spoons now.
0: Good <laughs> 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 baby ones, for I can only eat a little bit.
1: I'll, I'll get you some sporks. <laughs> put some
2: uh, slots. Are in we it. going back to basics?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I just know, you know, and for those. Of, People who aren't of knowledge of this spiritual warfare. You know, I went to a private school when I was young and I was saved really young, but I didn't know what it was really like to be saved until I saw God's angels fighting for me against the devil's angels when I was overdosing. I saw that thing real life and I knew for a matter of fact that I was saved even though I wasn't living right. He was still fighting for me
0: because God will protect his children. we, We both went to that Christian school. We were both right. raised in the Nazarene Church. We knew who God was, mm-hmm. but we just we, we but we didn't away. know Him. We didn't know Him like now. Right, right. We you didn't away. have an
2: intimate knowledge. We,
0: we walked away from Him,
2: right, and He still fought for me, even though right. I walked away because I watched them fight for me as I'm watching my body flop in seizures like an outer body it sounds really stupid but i i i no. saw this spiritual warfare and i saw myself gasping for air and i saw myself seizing on that bed and i did not know how in the heck that god would still fight for me after all those because, years of addiction because until that he night had
0: a, he had a bigger plan for you
2: absolutely and he's got a bigger plan for all of us we weren't but, we weren't here by accident he you know he and, loves and he has, his children
0: he he has a big he has a plan for everybody but Absolutely, it's, it's our, our responsibility to listen and to hear what he's saying. And it, sometimes it's hard, mm-hmm. but he's going to kick you in the teeth until you understand it. But, right.
1: You know, but that's what any good parent does. And that's what God is. He's technically a parent and he's parenting right. us. And just like us, we wouldn't give up on our children. If they were in that situation, we would still fight for them. Mm-hmm. We would still love right. them, just as God still loves us, no matter what you we've know.
2: Done. Absolutely, you know. And if it, it's like I saw, it's like I saw God pluck me, like He picked me up with His hand by my head, turned <laughs> me the back to that car, and was like, "All right, you're done. You've had enough. Right. You're done." And from that moment on, I was done.
0: Yeah. You, you know you once you're, you're, you hit your bottom you
2: f- i i hit my bottom i hit where i was never gonna go to prison twice <laughs> Right, that was my limit i don't know why i didn't want to do it twice i just was not gonna be like those girls that did it twice right how right. stupid is okay. that why even do it once but well,
1: but in the same light you don't once you know i've you know but you- i did awp i didn't have to go to prison but being in that in that situation being in that environment you don't have a choice you're either going to focus on yourself or you're going to really enjoy it in there and want to stay in there
2: right well i i like to run around too much that didn't work for me right Right. i had stuff to do right right? like i i'm full of energy and i'm right yeah i i have things to accomplish whether it's going nowhere somewhere i don't know but i sitting still has always been a hard thing for me right so yeah you don't you know Right, when my when my mom brought my youngest at that time son, my middle child to prison to see me and I did not recognize him. That was a big smack in the face. I'm like, who's that? Yeah. What do you mean, who's that? That's your kid. Oh shit. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Like how how do you not recognize your own child? Right? Right. right. These moments I needed. I needed those to say clean I, I needed those well, God feelings was telling
1: you if you're not it's, gonna sit still and listen to me i'm gonna make you sit still and listen. exactly to me. you're
2: you've been hit with the anvil too many times now i'm dropping the bomb now right I'm gonna, now i'm so, gonna
0: slap you in the face with all this stuff and he make said you're it, grounded and, and, and make you realize what you're doing i was grounded absolutely <laughs> and so grounded. i know
2: now in my recovery that you know i i know my limit like if i'm going through some kind of stuff i give myself this sounds really dumb. I put myself on timeout. I'm like, okay, you have X amount of days to figure this out and then move on. Right. right? Like, you you have, you are not going to stay in this funk for too long. You have, you want to wallow for a day or two? Go wallow for a day or two. Don't get stuck there.
1: No. Right.
2: You okay don't live to, there okay anymore.
1: Cry, just don't live there.
2: And, and, and it, it, it's okay to take a break, right. but it's not okay to take a two month break, a 10 year break. Like, right. that's not productive for anybody. Laying
0: around and doing nothing is not going to help the matter. No
2: right so get up put up put your big girl panties on and figure out how to fix whatever you're going through right right you know and i'm going to share with you um you know this year i've I've had a lot of stuff i've had some last couple of years i've had some health issues i've been diagnosed with lupus got really sick blah 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 right so you know past eight months i was really suicidal you know um i i had to figure out what was causing me to go there and i had to i had to f- pick myself up and go to work. I have, oh, right. you know, there is a lot of change happening. I didn't want to talk to anybody about it. I have, I have one person. She's my, she's my human, you know, right. um, I would bounce some stuff off her. I have another guy. He's my human, you know, I would right. bounce some stuff off him. <clears throat> I have my accountability team. You, you know, I have, I have people to talk to, right. And they didn't let me get too far off track. Right. Right. So, so we, whether we it's.
0: talked about it a little bit here and there
2: right we we have our people right so those people are pillars in our life until mm-hmm. we die right yep because whether it's addiction whether it's attacks from the world whether it's attacks from the dark side whatever it is we we need strength from other humans we're not meant to be alone no,
3: no.
0: we
2: are we are not designed to be alone we're designed as a body social people we are designed as a body to, to function together.
0: Right.
2: Right. And so when we try to take a finger off that body, you're going to have some problems, Mm -hmm. right? Like you, you know, you take a whole arm off that body, you're going to have some more challenges, right? So when you put your body back together and you're following these guidelines that, that keep us sober, that keep us sane, that keep us whole, life's not going to be easy. Right. Right? where it, this isn't our permanent home. It's not gonna be easy for us, we don't belong here. But at least we have that body that we can reach to that will keep us on the right track.
1: Okay, I, I, I wanna say something and I know this sounds very, very strange and it's gonna sound wonky and weird and people are gonna say, oh my God, that's witchcraft, but it's really not. If you know biblical numerology, um, you will understand but just a minute ago i looked at my computer and the time on our recording was 1414 and so i i couldn't remember exactly what angel number that was that's what it's considered and i um it just came up and this is what the sign says It is a sign from your guardian angels that you need to create a strong foundation for everything you do so that your future remains bright. Isn't that just amazing?
2: Yeah, well, we absolutely, there there's signs all over the place. You know, and but you
0: have to you,
1: you, you gotta look for those signs. So you gotta be open to those signs.
0: You gotta be open. I don't want to say look, but you have to be open for those signs to see those signs.
2: Right. Well and you so... you got it and you gotta know what signs you're seeing, who where they're coming from.
1: And you know, and that just that just it, I felt like a giant hug when when I saw that, I just I felt a giant hug and I just silently, you know, was just saying thank you to, to God. Because it's like, holy crap, that totally fits our, our discussion.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do know, and um, I know that I could not be sober today had I not grabbed onto God and let him lead me. He didn't right. do it for me, but he sure did give me the strength to do it myself. Right. Because right. let me tell you, when you come out of prison, nobody wants to help you with the drug charge. No. I was told blat- blatantly right to my face, you would have been better off if you would have killed somebody we could have employed you. Right. So
1: the, how, That just shows how messed up the system is.
2: My dead, it's, I, here's the word recidivism, right? Not, I, I don't know what I said earlier. I don't know, but
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I think I said reciprocation earlier and that's not what I meant. I'm thinking about something else. Anyway. Right. That's why they're so in and out. Because when when you get out, if you don't have a support system and the system's not there to help you, I mean, it looks, the plan for the system looks great on black and white. You know, I took these right. classes in college when I was getting my degree on what it's supposed to look like on black and white for to help the people stay clean and get out of jail, right? right. However, it looks good. It isn't reality, right? right? Like not every county has the same amount of funding. Not every county does the same opportunity, or has these programs to help people to stay where they need to be so, mentally, emotionally. So you have to go outsource and find it, right? But that's and if you right, if you're not strong enough yet, you look for what's familiar. What's familiar? Right. The people right. from your addiction.
0: Because it is, you know, a lot of people don't have the support system, right. or the group, or the knowledge of doing this, and they do go back. But but they have to realize they are strong enough to get out there, get up, and go do it themselves. Right. For sure. Because if you don't do it yourself, nothing's ever going to get done.
2: Exactly. The, The best lessons I ever learned in life, I learned them by myself the hardest things i ever went through i had to do it by myself yes i had my support system but i dealt with it by myself does that make sense it, it, like i have it does
0: because if you don't deal with it if somebody gives you the answers all the time you're not right. learning shit
2: if you don't work hard for something it's not worth having right you well, easily gave your it. life
0: you're not gonna... you're not, right. not going to enjoy it you're not going to respect it you're, you're just going to be like just like a
1: kid spending their parents money
0: yeah they don't they didn't work for it or destroying something they
1: they don't care it's just disposable to them
0: but if you work hard for it and you go out there and beat your head against the wall and pound the pavement and get what you need to get done and Mm -hmm. did it yourself and if you're strong enough to do it yourself you're going to respect it a lot more and you're going to take care of it
1: right you're going to take the time and you're going to nurture it you're going to you know you're going to do you're you're going to take the right steps just like that you're going to feed
2: yourself something yeah right you got two whether you know it or not you're feeding yourself something right we're never feeding ourselves nothing that's it there's always it's either garbage in garbage out or it's garbage in 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 right Right. so if you're continually putting garbage into your brain and into your body you're going to produce garbage that's it right Oh, once things. you once you bring the no, garbage in, spit it eyes out, eyes. and fill it with something that's fulfilling, right? That's when you start to grow. Oh yeah, right.
1: Because you got to nurture it for it to grow.
2: Right. Plants don't grow off nothing, right? Yeah. Like you have to water them, you have to take soil them, them, you have you have to take care of them, right? And we we are God's plants. You know, we we have to. I'm so water ourselves with His Word, and we have to.
1: Because I'm like 90% water.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the I think that's a lie. Food. I'm pretty sure you're 90% coffee.
0: So
1: I, <laughs> okay, I will, I will as I'm drinking
0: oh, a cup geez. of coffee. <laughs> so, anyways, do you have, like, any re- I some too. do you have any recommendations that if somebody's out there and wants to get clean, who should they contact? Or um, I know a lot of churches have meetings or they know where meetings are.
2: absolutely there you know what there is also um i'm partial to celebrate recovery because it's a faith-based program and it's for any hurt habit or hang up i'm not trying to sell anybody i'm just saying you know if you it's not just drugs or alcohol if you're fighting with another kind of addiction celebrate recovery has an online app and it's got a zip code finder you put in your zip code and you can find every meeting in the area
0: yeah i did that up here because i was yes when you were still kind of doing it i was gonna go check out one of the churches up here and there was like three or four of them up in Giselle Grove right know? and then
2: you know it's let me tell you when I went to the summit for education for celebrate recovery I walked into that place scared because by myself I was like oh, all right I got it I went to prison I can do this right, right. so I walk in and out, there's 3,500 people just like me I was in heaven I thought no way no way that are all so of funny. you guys just like me right and that was just on that campus because it's worldwide and then there's broken there's broken chains they ride they ride motorcycles i'm like oh my god you guys are great i love you like let me be part of you too right and so it's just this community of family when i go to north carolina i can find them when i go to oregon i can find them when i go to south carolina wherever i go i can find these people and they are my brothers and sisters and they help me get through whatever i got to get through And so being connected into a community that is nationwide is a huge benefit.
1: Yeah, yeah, because no matter where you go, you have somebody there.
2: Right, because you've got Christ like people in there not saying everybody's perfect, none of us are perfect. No, don't get me wrong. But they're headed in the same direction.
1: Right. Their intentions are to, you and, know. And
2: don't be afraid to go up to somebody and
0: introduce yourself to these people or call them. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're going to gain more if you do.
2: Well, Yeah. And they tell you how they keep sober. They don't talk about how they're staying in addiction. Right. They tell you how God has fixed them. How God has brought them through challenges. How God has kept them clean.
0: And that's what I, I, you know, I've never, you know, I I share my story here and there. And that's why I kind of wanted to do the podcast about Sober October, because I felt like a calling to me to, you know, I don't want to, you know, replay my past. I want to help people stay sober. Right. Why wouldn't I try to do that and, and try to help? One person, at least. It, That's it. I right. don't know how many people we listen to. I don't look at the stats. I don't really.
1: No, because I don't pay attention to the stats because we don't do this for money.
0: No, and, and it's not even We're about that. We're just doing I, it to do it. I, if God brings you to this night and say, "Oh, celebrate," you know, summer mm-hmm. October. Well, it's just about. God
1: uses anything and everything at His disposal to get your attention. And, you know,
0: bringing you on and mom on and talking about my story and mm-hmm. and you know have some clarity about things that's what I need to do but I don't go around and saying, hey I've been sober this much I used to do this I used right. to do that I don't care about what I used to do I don't care what you used to do right. I well here's care. the thing I want to know it, we, how you're
2: staying that way right but you can't know how you're staying that way if you don't have a little piece of look this is where I came from right right but this there's is, a point where but that like, doesn't mean right that doesn't need to be the whole center of the conversation right it's like hey look at this is who i was this is how i got there and look where i am now how did i, I do that i did that through x y and z
1: right and I'm, I'm thinking that maybe the meetings that you have gone to that um you just didn't see that
0: there i didn't see all i saw was them glorifying what they used to do
2: right and that's why i didn't go to secular meetings anyway like I, I did what I had to do for parole, just like we always because do. I, like, you I, know, all of us, I, people who've been on probation, parole, we have these requirements. We have these quotas, we meet them, whatever. Right. So when I was providing those services for the people who needed their cards signed up, they needed to hear how we were staying clean. Right. They needed to, it may not work for them right now, but those seeds are planted somewhere down the line. They're going to be like, you know what? That chick was saying something else, See? right? Like, then uh, the lights go on.
0: I always use parts that work for me. Right. I took little pieces from everybody, Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: if it didn't work for me, I get rid of it, grab something else, and and it made it work for me. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Absolutely, because
1: everybody makes their own way. Something that works for me
0: will never work for you, sister.
2: Absolutely not, because you know I'm my own kind of breed anyway.
0: (laughs) So, so you have to you have to take pieces and parts of things of, of other people that's mm-hmm. and make it work for you,
2: well, you right and you so, so for to me learn
0: to yourself
2: right and for me when i was doing my cards and i was doing my three four five six seven times a week whatever though i was doing the requirement i was hearing some things that were good i was hearing some things that were not i took what i needed and mm-hmm. i i moved but then what wasn't fulfilling me i filled in church right right and i filled in service with church mm-hmm. So there was, I created my own balance for what my personal needs were. I needed that foundation from Christ because I know that's how I got clean, right? right? right. So I, I didn't know about this world of Celebrate Recovery back then. Oh, no. You know, it was,
0: it, it, it was really wasn't
2: different. around. I mean, it was just starting, you know, back then. And they, I can go into the history and Celebrate Recovery, but I'm sure you don't want to hear about all that right now. Um, but for me what I needed was not in those meetings completely right right they weren't all bad by any means and there was people that i really connected with that I still love and cherish I haven't seen them for many years but I still love and cherish them because they were a big part of who I am now the, because they, molded you they helped work. me they helped me work through the hard stuff mm-hmm. right
0: it's the hardest part right when you you i mean I went to rehab you went to jail that was probably the easiest part of the whole thing but once you become out of that environment that safe environment it's not safe but that right
2: it, it is it is safe then
0: you go out into the real right. world you have to learn how to deal with that all of it
2: well yeah then you're hitting the face with like oh shit! this is the damage i have to repair excuse my language i'm over you talking about god i'm over your cussing. not perfect like i said but that's what hits you in the face you have to go clean up mm-hmm. the decades of messes that you oh, left and behind
3: Bridges and
2: i tell you family. what i paid year for year for year oh, times yeah. two for whatever i did to the universe mm-hmm. taking all of that disservice that i was putting into the universe i had to multiply for good
0: oh yeah i mean i i had to do you know i wasn't i was probably uh, i wasn't using as much as you were but
2: I, I don't think I still, a horse uses as much as I was. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I had to clean up what I had. You know, I'm I'm a pretty, you know, I didn't go out and, you know, I did. And I didn't have a group of friends. And I I didn't have the wildness that you did. I kind of just stayed to myself. I But right. I, I still had a mess with my family. Right. You know, everybody that cared about me. I, I really didn't care about the people that screwed me over, you know, because they weren't really my friends anyways, but- Yeah,
2: you know, we we have to separate ourselves. And you know what, you, you know, I go back to the person's places and things, you know, and I there's main houses that I was very active in in my addiction that don't even exist anymore. I'm not even kidding you, They're, the plot is gone.
0: Oh yeah, the house yeah, that I
2: overdosed in is still vacant 20 years later. Well, like there's we, bad juju in there.
0: We went right. down for Shannon's funeral, you know, and I was showing um Jen that all the places I used to party.
1: Yeah. I used to party in there, used to party in
0: there. It's like, oh, I remember this place. Then we're driving through, you know, when we was going to Vegas and stuff, I would be up and I'll be showing my co-partner, I used to party there, I used to hang out there, I used to hang out there. but we're just driving on the freeway. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know how I feel when I go down there. I don't go out.
1: Dude, yeah. all I gotta say is when you get down in that town, you're the moment we pass over those city lines, your whole demeanor
2: changes. I don't My like husband's it. the same way, and he never even used drugs here. That's just the spiritual warfare that goes on in this that place. That town is not.
0: Yeah, it's it, it. It puts me in a freaking it, mess. Oh,
1: it do, it do, and it and it lasts for a until few I days. leave. Well, it even lasts and once you get home, then you you take a deep breath and you're like, I am so glad I'm not there anymore. No
2: yeah, that's I, I gotta get out of here. Like I'm I did yeah. my service here, I mm-hmm. did what God was calling me to do. And so I think that was a big part of this year too, because I was every time I would leave, I was reliving everything mm-hmm. from back then when I would pass certain locations and I'm like, Oh no, we're not, we're not doing this. Not today, Satan. We're not doing this again. I don't live there anymore. That was a long time ago. But I was under such an attack that I'm like, I got, I gotta go. I'm like losing my mind. Like, I, I I think I'm like going crazy, right? Like I'm seeing all these things again and I don't like these things were taken from me so many years ago. I gotta go. Right. Right. And so I had, I had to go back to my basics. I had to go back to how I got strong. I had to get back in the words. Yeah, I, I, have, I had to get back in the Word. I had to start reading the Bible every day. And if I missed a day, then I had to make up that day from the next day. Well, you know what get, I mean? We, like I We
0: get complacent. We get comfortable for where we're at. And then stuff like this hits. It's just like, oh, crap. You know, and that's right. when people lose their sobriety after so many years. You get complacent and you're like, oh, I can beat this.
3: Right.
0: You know, and sometimes we have to get reminded why we do. You know, I never really did the steps. I did a few of them, but that was just me. Mm -hmm. But I also don't want to go down that road again. Right. I don't want to have a house and lose it because of drugs. I don't want to have a car and lose it to drugs. I don't want to sell my kids'
2: shit. No kidding.
0: You know how much shit I would have had? I would have had like three houses and a dozen cars and shit ton of money in the bank.
3: Mm-hmm. If I never right.
0: went down that road. But I did yeah down totally. road. And I learned from it. Yep. But I did right, go and I, I, I <laughs> got up every morning, went to work, worked my ass off, because that's the hardest part when you're freaking coming out of rehab.
2: And I'm so proud of you, and I'm so blessed to to have this relationship with you that we have. You know, we talk a lot. We talk, you know, through my past relationships with my my dudes, because I have relationship issues because I'm messed up, right? So um people never understood why i'm so how am i so close with you why are you why do you talk to your brother 15 times a day well Well, you know because i want to shut the heck up you know
0: we have that 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 closeness that we don't lie to each other
2: well we went through hell together we did we went through hell together and we we came out of it and were together
0: because we worked our asses off. right we got up and did the freaking work if you right. don't do the work you're not going to achieve anything right nothing's going to get handed to you on a silver platter and say here's your new life
2: just like if you don't go to work you don't get to drive a brand new car no. and appreciate it right no. like i my truck my truck payment costs more than my house and that's absolutely retarded. I know. like that's stupid that's stupid why did i do that but i like it and i work for it so who cares yeah, right i
0: work my ass off for it let's you know let's keep it nice you
2: know? And I wanna, I wanna have nice things. Like I,
0: I love nice things. I love buying uh, things new instead of going to the pawn shop and or having somebody just give it to me.
2: I don't want to have to worry about if my kids are out of town. How am I going to get to them? Guess what? I'm going to drive to them. I'm going to get on an airplane. I'm going to go see them. I'm going to take X amount of time off work because I've earned that, and I'm going to go to my kid. Right. Right. Like I, if I want to go to Jamaica, guess what? I'm going to work for my trip to Jamaica. Right. Because yeah. I'm able to do that today
0: yeah and me, and me and the wife we went to alaska you know was, and now was, you're leaving
2: me and going there yeah. rude
0: but it, but it was it, it was the first, first yes, thing i've ever done you. in my life for a real vacation because i'm just I,
2: telling you just sell all your stuff because i just packed up a penske truck and it's super stuck so i'd rather just burnt it all
0: uh, uh, oh, that's i'm what not we're taking done. anything we're, we're taking mom's hutch and just safe the and safe the, the, toolbox. the toolbox
2: and everything else is going away. yeah
0: because everything's hand me down
2: yep yeah well you know though i like nice things and i like the ability to pay for things that's not what runs my life to be clear because sometimes addiction can turn into other addiction right can, so but, but, i know. just know that i'm capable of getting what i need and what i want and what my kids need and what my kids want right but at least, that doesn't at run least... me though my ex-husband would throw me. I furnished 10 houses over the last few years because guess what? I had bad choices in relationships and I was getting kicked out all the time. That's stupid. You know, and I kept going back, whatever. But those were my choices. Those are my consequences. And I spent a lot of money to prove stupid points. Like, but I was able to do that because I work, work for things. So my kids always needed a house and they had one. Yeah. I was, I was you, not living you, on the streets with my kids and I could do that today to because the houses,
0: I'm sober. House to house. You know, you're not living off the government.
2: I never, I, yeah, I never got evicted. Like I didn't, I, I would pay my bills. Like even if it was down to the last penny, God always provided for me because mm-hmm. I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. And so that's an important factor of staying clean, staying sober and and doing your part, you know, and, and but, being faithful to yourself and to, to your family, you life, know, God first.
0: Life is hard. but you. Have, and it's getting harder. It's getting way harder sometimes.
2: You know, when people are having to choose on their employment or eating, you know? We'll go find a different job. Oh, because weird. guess what? When the pandemic happened, and my industry was closed, I went to work for a different industry. Mm-hmm. Like we have those choices to be dependent on somebody who's going to tell us what to do that may not be the right thing for us or we have the choice to go work somewhere else. Right. And you know, figure it out. Like I think the, I'm a fighter, right? Like I, I fought my way out of drug addiction. I fought my way into recovery. I fought my way through so many battles and I'm not going to lay down for somebody to tell me, yeah, I don't like to answer to anybody. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a kind of a jerk that way. But it's kept me to where I'm the one taking care of my family. But
0: see that- Besides my made, husband, made you know, you, but- you right. You going through all this. It has made you a strong, independent, mother that you probably wouldn't have you've, you would have been strong in it but you wouldn't have had all these um experiences if you never did that
2: well no because i have to learn the hard way right like i need the anvil dropped on me 20 times before i figure well, it out us, yeah. because i'm hard-headed
0: <laughs> well, so, but anyways do you have anything to um because we're like an hour and
1: oh no we're we're more like two hours almost
0: are we two hours well
2: i i, I do know that you know when things get h- tough sometimes i need post-it notes on my mirror that says you know what you're blessed you're forgiven i need that reminder in my visual eyes that god loves me no matter what i've done i'm not who i was right, right. i don't have to i don't have to live there anymore
0: right so do you have uh, just for anybody listening that get to get in meetings hit up a church yeah hit up a
2: church everything is online you can find whatever you want online at this point right right? so all you have to do is google local na meetings google local alcoholic meetings call your churches your churches may have cr cr people are going to be there to guide you they're not going to do it for you nobody can do your recovery for you they have an
0: app and it's free
2: Right. There's, there's apps, there's websites, broken chains has a website. If you like to ride and you want to be connected in a recovery program, that's faith based, get involved with broken chains, celebrate recovery. Like we did, Um, we did prison fellowship ministries with angel tree and we gave back, we serve those kids. We give them Christmas presents when their parents are in prison. Like when you're serving the people, you were part of their their offspring when you're serving for those kids after knowing you damaged your own kids there's something so rewarding that that you get fulfilled with that you're able to be privileged enough to care for somebody's kids when they can't because they're broken
0: right so all right well do you have anything to plug
2: are you talking what would you say
0: plug just like crc broken chains she already has quite a few times i don't know (laughs) i'm i'm hungry yeah i'm all i'm
2: I'm all hashtag celebrate recovery get on your zip code finder it's an app like you can find it west coast um broken chains um broken chains is all over it's north carolina to here north and south you know they're all over the place too um great humans great humans
0: right on well i know you have things to do tonight and you're probably late Ooh, I love I you, mean, sister. I never and, late. <laughs> I love you, sister, and I appreciate. I love you guys too. You've ever done for me and my family, and yes. um, we'll be talking to you soon. All right. Okay. Hey, love you guys. Have a good night. You too.
2: Love you too. Bye. Bye.